What's beat. up, everybody? Welcome to Table Story Warped, the official stream of the What's Old is New RPG. Welcome to the show. We will be using mature language. Peachy, in fact, was in the middle of using some mature language right when we were going live. Do you want to continue was, the thought, Peachy? I was talking about cheers bits on Twitch. Oh! It was bits. I was talking all wow. about bits. I must have misheard you then. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. How's it? How's it going? Welcome to another Saturday uh, in space. In space, we where we got some moon ducks. We got some moon ducks. Uh, really excited about the emote. It makes no sense, but it's wonderful, and the ducks expression is fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show. If you guys have never seen the show before, we do silly space opera sci-fi stuff here. And our crew is not the greatest, but they do manage to try to get the job done. And uh, occasionally, the stars will align, and they actually uh, manage to get some stuff done here and there. Um, at the, um, well, I guess at, at, at the very, very pinnacle of their abilities, they're able to, to get the most minuscule tasks completed um and uh, that is all on i think uh captain mcquade it's all captain mcquade's fault he obviously is not organizing them to the best of their ability that's what it is totally right bobby he's trying really hard i think after every session bobby's exhausted oh man <laughs> i am so drained it is it is it is a it is a task bobby goes straight for the hooch right after uh, right after the stream <sighs> It's actually I've actually have a crippling addiction to maple syrup now. It's the only thing I can <laughs> truly take the edge off with. I gotta see if they've actually got a maple syrup brand named Hooch. That'd be good. That'd be good. Uh welcome to the show, everybody. Um why don't we go around the room? Let's introduce our wonderful players. Bobby, why don't you start us off there, sir? What's up guys? I'm Bobby here on Twitch. Uh I've been streaming a a nice amount recently so hopefully i'll continue that tomorrow i don't know hey. i'm gonna play maybe some more nba 2k19 or some spider-man who knows um here though i play Catherine brax mcquade a couple other misfits um we're just about to start off on a hunt for my brother in game and uh who knows how that's gonna go uh, but uh yeah let's uh, see where today takes us the random playlist choosing that ominous music right away Totally not a sign, Bobby. It's definitely not a sign. It's a sign. <laughs> Pony. Well, if this is a regular order, I wasn't ready. It ah. is the regular order we've been doing for weeks, yes. <laughs> I have a bad memory. Hi, what's up? I'm Pale. Uh, but you can call me Pony Punch. Um, I played uh, uh, RE9, the, uh, the officer of science. This is me. Um... I look paler than usual. I don't know why. I think. Would you like me to artificially unpale no. you? No, it's fine. It's a meme now. Uh, but I'm worried about my health though, because I'm usually not this pale. Anyway, um, yeah, exciting stuff. I just went from stream here. So, but thanks, uh, thanks for being. What here. were you streaming? I was streaming um, the new Call of Duty thing, uh, the Battle Royale. Right. We're playing that later, right? Yeah, I, it was surprisingly good. I did not see them making a close combat quarter game into a full scale, but they did it. It was good. 
Well, that's good, man. Uh, I, I, yeah, I've, I've actually been watching some of it. It's been pretty interesting. I think uh, mm. they might they might have a uh, PUBG destroyer. It's just sixty dollars because people like me are going to be buying. If I'm going to buy, it's going to be only for that mode. And sixty bucks is a lot for just that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. But it's nice. It's a tough call, man. It's a tough call. Uh, <laughs> simply. Hey. 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 <laughs> That's Blue Jackson or Simply Jackson, writer broadcaster here on Twitch. Um, I play a lot of Warframe. I do some art stuff. Uh, I've been putting more community stuff back in the stream. We did community stuff last night, played Witchet, and I'm still sore from laughing so much. Um, here on Warped, I play Ruby Tootie, our resident medical chief medical officer, and uh, Booker, uh, the Ogron, who has now lovingly made herself forcefully aka made herself a part of this crew so oh, i still haven't seen shower yet so she probably stinks even though she's told she's supposed to <laughs> <laughs> okay stinky person fine got it i'm okay with being stinky i like cheese speaking of cheese zagoticus <laughs> hey everyone i'm a big fan of cheese who isn't uh, really uh, Mrs. Z's mom, she hates it. I know. What kind of sick person is she? Just getting right in there. I know. She's not allergic to it or anything. She doesn't have. She just doesn't like cheese. She's weird. Anyway, let's get off of cheese. Um, I was gonna guess I play Jimmy Marinson, who's the the chief engineer on the ship, and he's really good at fixing things. So he's got that going for him. Um. And yeah, I was playing a little bit of Dragon Quest Eleven this week on stream, and then Twitch shit the bed, and then <sighs> other things happened this week. I'm glad I get to just, just, just play some games with people and entertain you guys. Well, good man. I'm glad. I'm glad this gets to be relaxing for you. Good. <laughs> uh, peachy. I have to manually unmute. This is horrible. Hi, I'm Peachy. I am going to play Neil Beige and Perfect Ford. Who's the other guy? Jitator. Um, and it's going to be fun and you will enjoy it. Okay. You will fucking enjoy it. Or I will ban you. He can't ban you. I will, <laughs> He's not pay, I will pay someone to ban you. I will pay them $60 instead of getting the new battle royale craze i will pay them to ban you if you don't enjoy this okay i'll take peachy 60 dollars to ban somebody i'm i i don't care I'll, i'm i'm happy to sell out people that poo poo selling out pff, they're they're crazy man i'll take that money i buy me a battle royale game um <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you peachy uh, I'm Wax Steven, and I'm the GM of Doom. I'll be dragging these guys kicking and screaming through the adventure today. So much so that Simply has run and hid in fear um, from my from my um, the anticipation of me dragging these guys kicking and screaming through the adventure. Um, welcome. If you guys are uh, unaware, follows are free. You can go ahead and follow all these wonderful people. Um, they totally deserve it. Um, Go click the link. Go give them a follow. If you have yourself a Twitch Prime that you have not used yet, consider using it on one of these wonderful people. Um, they uh, they totally deserve it. They're fantastic. 
They're fantastic humans. And if you want to help support Table Story and this show in general, you can do so by heading on over to our wonderful sponsor, uh, Morris. <laughs> you can head on over uh, to patreon.com slash Morris, where uh, Morris funds a podcast that he runs that I'm actually going to be on on Monday. So you should probably check that out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be on Morris's podcast on Monday talking about all kinds of stuff. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, and uh, it should be really cool and interesting and fun. Uh, and that's over at morris.podbean.com. Uh, there is no time for it. It's going to be a, a podcast. So I don't know what time Morris uploads uh, the podcasts. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna record all that stuff and, and get it uh, put up there for you. So you should be able to check it out after the fact. Um, but yeah, I'll be I'll be on that. It's gonna be good stuff. It's gonna be good stuff. So why don't we hop in to the game today? Uh, we are playing the What's Old Is New RPG system. If you guys have not seen anything on that before, um, it's a really interesting system. Brought. Uh, broken up into three different settings. OLD, which is kind of a um, more of a typical fantasy, sort of like uh, older times uh, type uh, role-playing game system using what's old is new. Um, then there's NOW, which is more modern times. And NEW, which is the one that we use for this show, which is sci-fi, space opera type uh, stuff. So, why don't we uh, get started? Last session, the group um, was learning a little bit more about uh, Carter McQuaid. Uh, captain McQuaid met with a another captain uh, as he, Captain M. Ziddle, um, and, oh God, I'm blanking on the other name. Where's my document? Um... Uh, Tahani? Yeah, Captain Tahani are uh, tasked with finding Carter McQuaid and bringing Carter McQuaid to justice for a, um, well, I guess an act of aggression and possibly war against the Venetian people and um, causing all kinds of disruptions as the uh, mine facility, the mine, uh, the refinery on Shoku, a moon around Vendelier, was attacked by uh, by Carter McQuaid and uh, knocked out of commission, sending the Vendelier economy uh, into a pretty devastating downward spiral, I think. Um, the Venetians have erupted into civil war and things are just generally not looking good for the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organizations. So, um, the group have uh, been tasked with finding Carter McQuaid. Last episode, Captain McQuaid met with Captain M. Ziddle, a Gargan, a uh, sort of frog-like person, that uh, it was not the most pleasant individual uh, in general. They seem to be very focused, however, um, and they seem to be willing to do whatever is necessary to bring Carter McQuaid to justice. Um, after several heated conversations with between Captain McQuaid and Captain M. Zittle, we learned a little bit about uh, Captain McQuaid's past and learning that uh, Carter actually 
um, murdered his family when they were both very young. I believe it was six years old. Um, pretty, uh, pretty messed up childhood, I think, in general. Um, and um, they tried to gain a little bit of insight into Carter and how they would proceed with the um, with the search. Uh, the group has sort of determined three possible uh, locations for where Carter might be located. Um, mainly the uh, Maya Placidus system, the Dubhe system, and the Algeba system. However, the ship has taken quite a bit of damage, and uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade Jimmy Marinson uh, has been working in tandem with the Boreans aboard the space station that they are currently docked in to try and get the ship back in working order. Um, while this has been going on, the crew thought it best to try and cheer up the captain uh, with a birthday celebration. Seemingly managed to stabilize him a little bit and uh, I guess get the crew back in uh, a fit state to increase the morale a bit and uh, get them back on track. I think for all intents and purposes it worked pretty well. Um, today we're starting the session uh, with the following day. Um, the other captain, Captain Tahani, is scheduled to arrive within the hour. Um, everyone is beginning their tasks and such for the day. Uh, shifts have just started. The new shifts have just started. Um, what I'd like is to do a few mechanical rolls to see how things have been going. Uh, we're going to start with Jimmy. Jimmy, we're going to see how the repairs have been going. Why don't you give us a um, an engineering roll plus your logic, please. I don't know if you guys can really call Jetator a prostitute. Okay. There we go. I oh. That's so many dice and such a bad roll for that money dice. Wow. Holy shit. Okay. What's Is that 11 one? dice again? Uh, three, Four, six, five, six, ten. Seven. I withheld one. Left wow. That's an awful roll. Uh, that's a 22 on a 10d6. God. How do you Still look a decent roll. How, <laughs> how do you live with yourself? <laughs> Just getting them out the way nice and early. Um, okay, so I think what's happened here, uh, 22 is still very good. Uh, you've, you're have you still on track to get the ship done. Um, this, is, uh, this is the third day that you've been working on this ship. Um, and uh, basically have one day left of repairs on it, and you should be good to go. Um, when all is said and done, things have been going pretty well. Uh, I think you're definitely tired. You've been working long shifts trying to get this done, so you've been getting a minimal amount of sleep. Um, that being said, Neil, um, I would like you to go ahead and give me a management plus your charisma or leadership plus your charisma. You're muted, by the way. I don't know. If you... I wasn't saying anything. Um, I'm going to go management plus charisma. Okay. A 20. 
28. And significantly less amount of dice. Uh, seven, <laughs> 76 to 28. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, basically you're, you're getting as much as you can out of the crew. Um, they're sleeping short amounts of hours. They're probably down to five hours of sleep, maybe six hours of sleep at the very most, um, to try and get the ship sorted, but you're managing to keep them, um, on track. Um, it's a lot of effort juggling everybody's schedules. I think you personally are actually pretty taxed. Um, because you're basically in charge of taking uh, all of the officers' uh, schedules for each of the various departments on the ship and sort of double-checking them, making sure um, that rotations are happening, etc., etc. Um, okay, so yeah, you're keeping things on track. Uh, Ruby, why don't you go ahead and give me a medicine check plus your logic. Yeah, because we had, what, like seven people left, if I'm not mistaken? Um, I actually think you had five left. Five, okay. Ciao, ciao. Okay, go ahead and give me a uh, <laughs> 1d6, 19 on a uh, 5d6 there. Okay, two more people are uh, sort of healed up from their minor injuries. you got three people left with some minor, uh, minor injuries. Could be some... Maybe some sprains or something along those lines. Um, I'm running out of pretty bandages. I'm going to have to go replicate some more. No more florals. No more My Little Ponies in space. No more G.I. Joe Band-Aids. No more G.I. Joes. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> what kind of doctor are you? Uh, the worst. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, last but not least, RE9. Uh, yes. Why don't you go ahead and give me a... Um, Give me a... Let's see. Computer logic, my favorite. Hmm. Uh... Give me an astrogation plus your logic. All right. Um, so my, the, my luck, that's my pool, right? So I can, because I've never used luck dice yet. I was thinking of doing that now. <laughs> you can use you can use luck dice, yes. Yeah, but the, the with the number on my sheet that says luck, that's the pool. You, so you, there's a, there's an actual there's two boxes that say luck dice. You've got two. Oh, out of there, two. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, then can. I'm gonna use one. Yeah. Bam! Let's hope that luck dice does something. Kinda. Okay, a twenty on a sixty-six. So, um, the captain um, hasn't directly asked you to plot any courses um but just trying to stay efficient and whatnot um you have sort of plotted out uh three different courses from your current location to uh get to the three possible different systems uh as fast as you can um you're just sort of being a good officer you're kind of having things prepared before the captain asks you to do them um directly so that you can um so that you can actually uh, get this done. Um, Kujio, you don't see luck on that roll. Uh, he, th he put it into the modifier instead of the luck die oh, thing that popped yeah. up. It's fine. It's still there. Um, so, you have... Uh, you've plotted out courses to these three locations. Basically, you've given the information to Zebu 
and um, you guys are ready to leave as soon as as soon as you are uh, out of the space dock here. Um, so I think uh, we start today's session. Everybody's giving their uh, daily reports to the captain as the shifts start. So I think we're going to start here, uh, Captain McQuaid. You start getting reports in. Um, who's the first to send in their report to uh, Captain McQuaid? It's obviously me. There is no <laughs> way. There is no way anyone else would get their report in. This is Captain. This is Captain McQuaid. I plotted a few courses for us to take. All right, Captain, like... before you get to that, since I'm right in front of you. Uh, just one moment, Dari Uh Yes, what is it, Commander? Uh, I just got the report. Uh, for how the crew's doing, Captain. Perfect. Um, you can leave it on my desk. Yes, Captain. Do you, do you need to discuss anything that's going on? Actually, is there anything in these reports that uh, you deem worthy of discussion? Anything uh, out of the ordinary? Well, most of the crew are down to about five, five hours sleep uh, a night. Hmm. Quite taxing. Uh, I was wondering if maybe we should maybe start issuing sensitives to help people get to sleep quicker. Uh, how about you run that past Ruby and uh, between the two of you come up with a good plan to make sure everybody's properly rested for the journey. We're gonna have a lot of downtime while we're in warp um, because we are gonna be heading back towards Soul Space. But aside from that, I want to make sure everybody is ready to go before we do initiate the jump. Yes, Captain. Uh was was this the first report that you've had today? Um, I believe it was actually. Perfect record. True report. Um, no, no problem. We'll see you in a few. <laughs> As I walk out, I see RA nine, and I just like give him a. <laughs> you have to look down the hall. Like RA nine is, you know, his his uh is he not his. Well, no, I think he was he was just. Basically, uh, commun using his communicator. Um, yeah. I'm assuming the captain's in the ready room. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, so the the positioning of the ready room is essentially down the hall from the bridge. It's like oh, it's, it's right there. The so ra 9s terminal is probably visible from the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Alright, nine. Neil's gonna have to start getting creative for these reports. They're gonna be like on your toilet paper in your bathroom. Instead <laughs> of breaking in and laying them on my bed before I wake up. <laughs> uh, yes, alright, uh, sorry about that. Um, you had said you had plotted some potential uh, groups, did you not? Yes. As soon as the ship is ready and able, we are good to go, Captain. Perfect. Um, would you just be able to get together with uh, Zebu and uh, just discuss that potentially? Um, just we got to make sure that we are prepared for any and all situations. Yes, Captain. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ari. Goodbye. And uh, does one come in from like the the report for the casualties? Mm, I think Ruby comes down and sees you. Like she just comes to your office. Okay. She's like, knock, knock. She does Enter. it. She says, knock, knock. Knock, knock. <laughs> Enter. Oh, hey, Captain. How, how are you doing? You I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, Ruby. Um, how's the uh, casualty situation looking? Uh, we have no more no more casualties uh, since our event, knock on wood. But um, we do have, we still have about uh, three people left recovering, but it's pretty smooth. Going, you know, right as rain, as I say. 
are you aware? Uh, well, I'm sure you're aware, but what are the, uh, the, the injuries of the three remaining? Uh, well, we have Jim and John's. He has a swollen uh, abdomen. And we have uh, Stephen Baker. He broke his leg, so, but all the way up to the hip, so he has a full side cast oh, on. Oh, no, he was really mm-hmm. good. He, we played on the same hockey team. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get a little physical therapy into that. Uh, and then we have Patricia Park. She, I think it's more of an emotional thing, but we're letting her, we're letting her take her time. So. I mean, um, was she nearby one of the, uh, one of the decks when we were attacked? Yeah, I think she saw a few people get sucked out of the ship. So, yeah. Well, if you need me at all, if you want me to come down and speak with her as well, I, I have no issues, but I'm, I know she's in good, capable hands. Yeah, we've got a we've got a good team down there. Thanks thanks to you guys picking them out. But um, I'm just coming to check on you. I know you know we had a big birthday celebration for you and stuff. But well, thank you again just, for that, by the way. That was fantastic. You're welcome. Uh, I I do know uh, we are potentially in, in route to seek your brother out. If I'm not mistaken, I got that report from Commander Beige. We are indeed. Um, we're still. Oh, I need to meet with the other captains, and that'll be taking place. Uh, I checked my my personal computer within the next few hours um, when Tahini arrives. Uh, and then we'll set course and we'll be setting, uh, setting off back towards Soul Space. Uh, I was talking to Neil as well just uh, a few minutes ago. And I believe the two of you are going to be um, working on something together. So it's probably best if you guys- uh, Oh yeah, I'll find him. Mm-hmm. I'll ask him. I just want to check up on you make sure. I mean, I know this is probably, you haven't really told me your complete history with your brother, but it seems like it's pretty taxing on you emotionally. You were like sweating a lot the last time I saw you when we talked about him, so I just want to make sure you're all right. Well, I, I am a naturally heavy sweater, unfortunately. That's okay. Um, That's okay. So was that ogre we just picked up. Yeah, but have you smelt that thing? I mean, our I try not to. Yeah. Is there anything that you can maybe come up with medically, like some sort of uh, tablet or pill potentially to counteract the sweat glands or the stench glands? I, I know you're hands down the medical expert up for the ship. Uh, this might be something. I'm, I mean, I'm not a, a chemist per se, but I could potentially ask RA9 if we have anything on board science-wise that could help out, but I don't know if there's a drug that necessarily mutes stench. Uh, we could replicate deodorant. Maybe that's you actually good. You can actually make drugs in this system, by the way. I know that. Huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you get any complaints, just uh, something to consider. Okay, well, I'll, I'll look around. I will. Um, perfect. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if, uh, is there anything else? Um, I'm doing okay, though, and, and thank you for coming and checking out. Uh, uh, hopefully I'll get an opportunity while we're in uh, in warp, traveling back towards Soul Space, that uh, we can talk about my brother. Okay, yeah, you just let me know. I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go get, get my jog back to the medical bay. Have you been jogging? You've been putting your time in? Right, has, your cramp, has your cramp been all right on your leg? It's, uh, it's okay. Uh, I've been using the pedometer, so right. get my steps in. I just tap my wrist. All right, I'm glad you're wearing it. Okay, I'll see you later. She just leaves. Yeah, I salute her. She, she walks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going back, just going over some files on the the three systems for the next uh, hour or so until the captains get in touch with us. Did you manage to get your reported to the captain, Ra? Yes, 
quite efficiently and quick. Yes. Um, second is still fairly quick, yes. Yes. Well, you can't carry from the top, now can you? Uh, I Goodbye, I have work to do, Mr. Beige. Oh, yes, well, some people do do take a bit more time. I feel like RE9 is making beeping noises, like, and pretending to push <laughs> buttons, like, you know, like this. <laughs> I, of course, have done all my work and have nothing to do at all today. Are you standing next to my workstation? You're interrupting my work. Well, I thought maybe you might need some help from the best. Well, I'm right here, so... Thank you, though. Okay. <laughs> this is all, like, devolved from a, a heated argument that the two of them had over some training video that they were making, by the way. Like, this sudden, like, competition. <laughs> I feel like some kind of creative direction uh, was <laughs> happening, and there was just this horrible argument that erupted. Flashback. Yeah. R&M, we can't use Helvetica. It's too expensive. It is the most optimal font. It's a very nice font, but it's too expensive. We can't afford it, R&9. We can put in our own credits. I don't have that many. Well, ever it since the credit. font wars back in the 24th century, no one can I'm afford well Helvetica anymore. We'd have to sell the ship. I'm well aware of the font depression. I have read up. However, if we both split the pay, it will look nicer. I, I can't afford the- I can't afford the half of Helvetica. I seriously doubt your commitment. Uh, look, I wasn't the one that, that used Comic Sans in the first one. I've learned from my mistakes. Look, I think we should use a sheriff. Helvetica or nothing. Look! It, it doesn't even look that good. That hurt. Perhaps it is nothing then. Fine. Peepee. Fine. Neil Neil just like takes some papers and throws them up, like <laughs> walks away. <gasps> and then a couple of seconds later, I come back. Sorry, Medmes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The best part about it is this is it's, it's the most nonsense thing needed for a video ever. It's it's like a half a second it comes up on the screen to introduce the video. <laughs> it's like a, it's not even like a full second. Yeah, but this one was um RA9's magnum opus. Oh yeah, what was this training video RA9? Yeah, what was what was this one? This was like the one for you, the one. It was Proper storage of kitchen utensils. <laughs> yes, thank you. That, that's <laughs> all right. Fair enough. So, um, re nine, you get a uh, communique. The um, you get a communique as the science vessel Wakeman has entered the system. Um, yeah, you're starting to get a communication from them. Uh, basically a hail. Uh, so they wish to speak to the captain? Or is um, it like... they're just, it's an open communication. Okay. Uh... Hello, this is the Explorer. 
Hello, explorer. This is the science vessel Wakeman. We are inbound to the system, and my captain has a desire to speak with Captain McQuaid. Of course, might I ask your captain's name? Yes, Captain Dahani. Of course, I'll send you over. Captain. Yes, sorry. The Walkman is inbound to the system. Captain Dahani wished to speak with you. Now, Perfect, uh, now I just have that yellow Sony Walkman tape player like floating, floating through the space right now. Like, something <laughs> <laughs> over. Did I say it wrong? I thought you said it's Wakeman. Well, oh, <laughs> but Walkman is pretty good. Maybe RA9 just had a little short circuit when he tried to say it. I don't know. Uh, you can put it through. All right. Putting it through. This is Captain Brax McQuaid of the Starship Explorer. Oh, hi there, Captain. I'm uh, Captain Dahani. Yes, Captain Dahani. Welcome to the system. How was oh. your journey? It was a long and difficult one, to say the least. Hmm. Um, how uh, long exactly um, until you are ready for transport we can meet? Oh, uh, probably maybe an hour or two, and uh, we can meet up. Fantastic. Um, when you do arrive, I will uh, prepare a, uh, a meeting for uh, myself, yourself, and Captain Ziddle. And we will discuss our plans. About that, Captain. Um, is it possible for the two of us to meet before that happens? Is there any specific reason? Um, we are under a bit of a time crunch here. I understand, Captain. It's, um... Well, uh... I have a bit of a history with Captain Imzittle. That I am actually aware of, Captain. Who are you? Briefly, um... Captain Mzittle sort of filled me in on uh, his side of the whole ordeal. Well, sir, if at all possible, I would like to um, have a bit of a conversation with you. Um, you understand, a bit uh, sensitive. Um, I understand. This is a secure line. Um, if you want, I can head to my quarters and take it there. Very well. I will uh, contact your ship in the next few minutes. Thank you, Captain. Captain McQuaid up. Boop, boop. And I'm just going to uh, stand up from my chair and start heading to my quarters. Um, Commander Beige. Uh, yes, Captain. You have the con. Ah, yes, Captain. And uh, I'll just head back into uh, my quarters and reestablish communications with Captain Tani. Um, you can see that she's seated in her own ready room. Um, and she says, um, Yes, Captain. Um... My prior dealings with Captain Mzittle have been strained at best. 
I'm sure that um, they've given their own input into the entire, well, this entire debacle. But, uh, sir, I must mention this, and I hope you don't take any offense, but from my previous dealings with Captain M. Zittle, they can't be trusted. That is a serious accusation, Captain. Uh, for me to truly put any faith into this, I'm going to need some sort of evidence. Unfortunately, there's none on record. Our previous dealings with Captain M. Zittle were hushed up. From my understanding, Captain M. Zittle has someone higher up in the Admiralty that is assisting them with certain problems. Certain problems you say what sort of problems are you referring to captain you can look she's obviously uncomfortable like she's she looks a bit unsettled and she says previously we had worked together on a mission where we were involved in a research and first contact scenario with a primitive race who had stumbled upon our, well, uh, had visual recognition of our ships in the atmosphere and had reached out and contacted us. Now, as you're aware, certain protocols must be put into effect. The prime objective, yes. Captain M. Zittle took it upon themselves to, um, well, to breach this prime objective. They, uh, well, they met with the species down on the planet, and they broke several protocols. We were doing research on their star. It was dying. Um, it wasn't happening anytime soon, mm -hmm. but Captain M. Zittle took it upon himself to notify the species of the star's current status, as well as making contact with them. Now, as you're aware, Admiralty is to be told of such events immediately upon certain interactions and proceeding from there. Were they contacted? No. Why not? I was unaware of Captain M. Zittle meeting with them until after. Well, why did you not prepare a report and forward it to the Admiralty? I did as soon as I noticed. But this wasn't until Captain M. Zittle started, well, at least what I believe to have initiated a confrontation with the species down on the planet. They, uh, 
did not take the news well of their dying star. They have some sort of religious belief that uh, the star was their god. And, well, Captain Mzittel informed them of the scientific nature of things. But, as you know, that's not our place to do. Well, it's common knowledge that uh, science that is out of the realm of comprehension is often deemed as magic. Yes. As you know, I am a scientist first. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't like perpetuating such things, but uh, it is believed that Captain M. Zittle, at least from my perspective, initiated hostile actions. Uh, the initiator? The aggressor? Well... And not in defense. You have to understand. I believe that um, they took a very aggressive approach with the entire debacle. Hmm. The captain took it upon himself to break protocol several times. And the effect was that several several people died. Um, on both sides, or were all the casualties on the primitive species? They were, were no aware? match. They were no match for our technology. But Understandable. Um, I have a question, Captain Tahani. When you did contact the Admiral with your report on these so-called breaches of protocol, and uh, I am inclined to take your word, however, uh, it is just that, um, and I, I realize that. Uh, what did the Admiralty respond with? Did you get a response? I spoke with um, Admiral Richter, and... Um, we have been we had been in contact with Admiral Richter through several communiques throughout the entire events. It's who we were reporting to. Mm-hmm. Admiral Richter seemed very concerned about my reports and brought the information to the Admiralty. Unfortunately, shortly thereafter, I was contacted and was told that I was to report to a new assignment. Hmm. That is something. Who ordered the uh, reassignment? Or did it just come from the Admiralty itself? The collective? I received my orders directly from Admiral Richter. I see. Very well. This is uh, interesting information. Um, Aside from this one specific situation, are there any other situations with uh, Captain Mzittle that um, I should be aware of, or is this the main one? Nothing to this degree, but I have dealt with them in the past, and Captain Mzittle seems rather reckless, and frankly, from what I have observed, very interested in combat and confrontation. I can honestly say that I felt that vibe from him and his first officer as well. However, in this uh, specific situation where we are hunting down my brother Carter, we may in fact need that 
edge, that aggressive edge in conquering the uh, opponents. I understand that perspective, Captain, but I will say that you must be careful around Captain Imzittle. Whenever I have dealt with them in the past, I always make sure to, well, at least since those events, I make sure to retain as much information as possible Hmm. on record and to make sure that I have contingencies available. I don't trust him. Hmm. Um, well, what if, just in general, we were to record every and all communications between us um, during the mission? If anything is to come up, we can review our logs. I know most things are recorded anyway, but if we were to actually put an effort into it, um, if something does come up, we might be able to pinpoint it in the future. Um, aside from that, we are quite pressed on time, and to do a serious investigation um, right now is, quite frankly, not in the realm of possibility. I just wanted to warn you, Captain. And thank you for that as well. Uh, I will keep my eye open for anything, and I will watch what I say and uh, make sure that they are on the up and up the best I can, and hopefully you do the same. Very well, Captain. I'll contact you when we are ready to depart. Uh, We'll be obtaining a few supplies from the space dock that you're currently docked at. Perfect. Uh, We will send over any and all information that we have collected on the three systems in question. And uh, I'm waiting your your arrival in the system. Thank you. (laughs) Captain McQuaid out. Salute. Get the salute back. The connection drops. Yeah. Just sitting there, just sort of rubbing my forehead a little bit. And I'm going to go back to just sort of going over the uh, the three files. Uh, Mia, Mia, God. Mia, Mia Plastic, Plastic Dubny, and Algebra. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Commander Bayes, you were there for this. Um how do you react? I was there for what? This private you, yeah. call? Yeah, didn't oh, he you? was there as well? Well, the, he, I thought... No, I thought he that, went to his... Uh, he went to the ready room. Oh, okay. So he yeah. you just handed over the, the con to... Uh, yeah, I, to, I, I oh, walked back my bad. to the bridge. My bad. I, I, I misheard that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Fair enough. When I walk back onto the bridge, um, I'll head towards my seat, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sit back down. Um, I'll lead in uh, Commander Bish. Uh, yes, Captain. I just had an extremely interesting conversation with uh, Captain Tahani regarding Captain Imsiddle. Um, really? Surprisingly, um, she has some reservations um, with working with him, saying he's a little rash. Uh, I know you have a good eye for when things are off. Just let me know if your second senses pick up anything. Um, in any of our dealings with uh, Captain M. Ziddle and his first officer, Levy? 
Would you like me to see if I can find out any information of him prior to us meeting him, Captain? Um, I feel like we have all the information that we have access to, but if you wish to check again, feel free. Well, certain information, uh, while not hidden, isn't always in plain sight. On that, that's a good idea. If you were to look into it, there's a specific um, first contact mission that himself and Captain Tahani worked several years ago. Um, that apparently was swept under the rug by the Admiralty and Captain Dahani was sh shifted off to a another assignment. If you could potentially find any and all information that you can ascertain on that, that would be fantastic. Consider it done, Captain. Thank you so much. Uh, do you have the con? Sure. I, uh, I I'm going to go to medical to see if we can arrange some of those uh, things we spoke about. Very well. I'm just going to uh, research the three systems in in, uh, in question. Uh, if you have any questions, just just message me. Just uh, I, I do have one ca question, Captain. Mm -hmm. Do you think the vo the font impact is a is a good font? I've always been partial to Helvetica myself. Yes, Captain. Yeah, the unfortunate result of the font wars uh, was that. Font wars. Yeah, the the unfortunate result of the font wars was that uh, uh, both Papyrus and Comic Sans stayed in rotation. Yeah, that was. It was difficult. What people could afford. Yeah, it was difficult for a lot of people to deal with, but. I mean, not... everybody saw Avatar, so. <laughs> Team's new Roman was basically Switzerland. <laughs> uh, all, all serif fonts have been outlawed <laughs> it is the grimdark future I'm going to use so many serif fonts for for spark of eternity it's going to be you great you have a fetish for serif you've got a fetish for it no peachy I just asso I associate I associate serifs with the appropriate show <laughs> You know those those um, wooden signs you get from like home stores and stuff, uh, and, and they say home. Wack uses blue tack on the edges just to give it serif. It's like yeah, that's the good shit right there. I don't think you really. There's no serif on the fonts for this show. You know that, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, does it say table story? Yeah, but that's the logo for table story. You numbnut. No serif, he says. He can't even see it. He's so addicted. <laughs> he can't even see it. There's an intervention this week. Peachy's the one that needs an intervention. He's literally <laughs> he's literally deleted all serif fonts from his computer. Why do you think he's been gone for a week? <laughs> he has been you. he has been trying to make Windows work without serifs. That's why well, he's don't don't attack us. We're all friends here. Okay, we're here to help you. It's a safe space. So, um, you uh, uh, you head off to medical to uh, meet up with uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade Ruby Tootie. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you show up. Uh, chief, chief, <laughs> no, chief medical officer Tootie. May I have a second? Are you all right? Are you nervous? Hang on, let me finish up with Patricia real quick. Just gonna be fine. Just nurse pedal. Just help her relax yeah. a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yes, Commander Page. How can I help you? Uh, uh, well, um, I'm a little worried about uh, the well-being of the crew. 
mostly the work output that they're doing and maybe their lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. I do know people have been pulling some double shifts here and there to make sure for the, or making up for the extra crew that now, unfortunately, is deceased. But um... well, I've run the numbers, and on average, each crew member is only getting uh, five hours of sleep a night. That is way under their healthy levels. Um, I wonder if we need to rework work schedules so that nobody, no head, department heads, or overworking individuals on their team. I know I've seen Perfect Ford, like, everywhere. I don't know when he sleeps at all. Um, but I do think, I mean, I would like, like to try to work. He, like, <laughs> sneezes. He's, like, mucking out a toilet right now. It's like, <laughs> like, plunger. He's, for some reason, still using a plunger. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize there were toilets in here. Emergencies, you know. All right, crewmen. No! <laughs> okay, then. So for some, we could use a mild sedative, potentially. Well, I was wondering if maybe we could, uh, as you said, use a sedative to put them to sleep faster, and then uh, another, uh, an unsedative to wake them up faster. You mean some sort Is of it... stimulant to wake them up in the Stim- morning? That's the word, yeah, stimulant. All right. Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe on more of some of the heavier cases of people who just can't sleep or have been dealing with emotional issues with our our uh, loss of crewmen, you know. But um, maybe it's more just having people find downtime and not work. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, there's no room for downtime at all uh, with the state of things at the moment. Uh, have you ever uh, done any sleep studies? Um, I mean, I not in a while, but well, you could try to work in some sleep studies on folks. But if you're telling me that there's no time to squeeze in extra like downtime for schedule, I don't know when we're going to find downtime for them to come in and do sleep studies. Well, I, I've done seventeen <laughs> uh, this this last year. I thought you were more fond of even numbers. Okay. Yes, I've, I've been I've been trying to schedule the eighteenth, but uh, we've been. <laughs> away for so long um they uh they were they were talking about remedial sleep i'm not i'm not a a medical officer um but it it takes a while can you can you can you do drugs that helps people get to uh, rem rem sleep faster Mm -hmm. rem rapid eye movement yeah Mm -hmm. we can try it's one of those things that I just I need to I need to review people's medical records for any potential uh, chemical problems that might happen if they are using these based on whatever other medications are taken at the same time. Well, yes, yeah, so obviously we need to keep people safe, but we also mm-hmm. do need to get this work done. Um, mm-hmm. and, and if people aren't getting enough sleep, um, we might be in trouble. I'm not sure how much longer we need to push like this, to be honest. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll start reviewing everybody's medical files and see who is uh, nominal for cases and using a light sedative, even maybe potentially a heavier one for those who suffer from extreme insomnia and stuff like that on board based on their emotional impact. But um, stimulants and such in the mornings, we can try. We can try mild stimulants. I worry about anybody who will become dependent on those on board. But we can, we can try to work on an on ship. Uh, 
maybe like a workout program in the mornings, tell people get up and ready and active, maybe, maybe more of a natural stimulant like that. But um, I would, I would ask that you potentially talk to all department heads and make sure they're reworking their work schedules so that people aren't pulling double shifts just because they feel like they have to or grunt work. It might be, I've seen, definitely seen some people pulling some extra time. Um, uh, everyone on board is actually pulling double shifts. There's, there's just not enough people for the amount of work that we need to do. That's why uh, the captain asked me to, well, I suggested to the captain, he said to come approach you and we can just drug them up. I don't problem think solved. drugging them up is problem solving, but we can we can look into well, it. It's a, it's a, like a temporary thing and until until we can we can get back to normal shifts. Remember that time you did the holosome and you tried cigarettes that time? Uh yes, it was one of the greatest days of mm-hmm. my life. Yeah, remember how you didn't like cigarette smoke before that? Yes. Okay, and then you suddenly lack cigarette smoke, and then you couldn't stop with cigarette smoke, and I had to threaten your paperwork to get you yes. to stop. Yeah, okay. Um, that's yeah, my I concern with some people on the on the continual and heavy usage of tranquilizers and I, stimulants. I did look into that, Ruby, and apparently on board we have um, medication that can stop you being addicted with just just one administration of the drug. Neil, do. How do I put this lightly? Do you often turn to the solution of medication for everything? Uh, I, I just turn to the, the best solution at the time. It's usually paperwork. What defines best in your book? Uh, the one that does it most optimally? Not red. What, what do you mean by optimal? Do you mean just like quickest? Well, usually quickest is the best. Not always. Okay, yeah. Uh, d- depending on people's chemical makeup, sometimes introducing drugs as a... Um, or medication as a help or factor in their recovery in situations might not be the first route to try. Now, let's say if you're taking yourself off paperwork wasn't benefiting you at all and you were still smoking heavily which I have not spelled in a while so hopefully you're not then maybe I would introduce a drug into your regular schedule so that it could help I just prefer not to dive into I I understand obviously Um, it's just we've got a bit of a problem right now and we, we need to get the ship up and running before the captain you know, you know what's happening, right? I know, I know. We, I mean, if you, I mean, you're a, you're, you're over, you're over me anyways. So if you're commanding me to essentially uh, I'm not, make uh, a tranquilizer for everybody and a stimulant for everybody, and not taking my medical professional opinion seriously, and you're telling me how to do it anyways, I'll do it. That's fine. Savage. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm really not. I, I was just trying to have a discussion about. Maybe it's time to pull out the big guns for a few minutes. So now you oh, obviously, uh, Ruby, you are the chief medical officer. You have officer. changed so much. If, I mean, if, we're still friends. But... You're the chief medical officer. Obviously, if you don't think that this is is healthy at all, 
I'll say we can try it. If if I look through medical records for people who are good uh, candidates for introducing a tranquilizer into their, or a mild sedative into their um, nightly routine to help them sleep longer and better, I don't mind doing that. Um, I think we hold on the stimulant potentially because I don't I don't know if it should be just so much of a positive and negative push immediately into people's schedule. Uh, but we could try if you'd like. I don't think everybody immediately needs to just be suddenly put on a sedative. That's just we would have a sleeping ships. <laughs> the whole whole ship be sleeping. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be good. Uh, also, <laughs> another question: Do they have to know about it? I do believe that that is regulation that we tell them that that you know the drugs that we are <laughs> issuing them are taken. I don't believe that. I mean, this isn't, this isn't the font war where people just suddenly got all their serifs taken away from them, you know? <laughs> font war. <laughs> yes, He was right. devastating. I now have to write everything in freaking Abonir, okay? Just leave me alone. If, just, uh, just a, just a random so question. wide. Um, what font do you think would be best as a title card for an infomercial? Mm, I prefer Verdana, I think. Verdana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ariel's just basic if you want to go with it. Most people use it in most things. Myriad's a good one, too. Uh, um, I feel like Ariel doesn't have the artistic flourish that you, you would need for uh, uh, an infotainment kind of video. Sometimes it's not just about the font, it's about the graphics go along with it, so. Well, it's just the words. Just words. Yes. You're gonna tell me it's an artistic thing, but it's just words. That's the kind of shit comment that graphic designers get, by the way. (laughs) It's just words. I just need something really simple. (laughs) <laughs> I need it to be really flashy, but I also need it to be really minimal at the same time. Can you make it pop? <laughs> it's not a balloon! <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, right. Verdana. Okay, okay, thank you, Ruby. Uh, if you've got any more questions, um, I- I'll tell the captain that you're going to try some trials to see if we can... Yeah, we'll try to we'll try to send notifications out to potential candidates. On I, I imagine if people are not sleeping well, they will volunteer to come in and and sign up for the test of the trial of our rotational effort for sleep and stuff. So okay. Also, thanks. please avoid papyrus. There's so many signs on this ship that are in papyrus. I I feel like hundred like percent Jimmy made. I just this signs in papyrus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost every replicator sign says in, in Papyrus Replicator, a.k.a. Taco Simulator. Oh. Every, every one of them. Where these are the lines? These were, not some... these were Jimmy's these were Jimmy's primary job choices when the <laughs> ship was uh, getting retrofit. People gotta know where to get their tacos, dude. This one's really pretty, dude. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, f- thank you, Ruby. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, Dora. As I'm walking back, you hear the affirmative chime. 
how much is it to rent Verdana? Um, yeah, so Dora says, Verdana, Font, are you leasing or buying? <laughs> uh, leasing. Is this for commercial use or non-commercial use? See, that's the trap, isn't it? Because, yeah, ideally, it's not commercial, but what if it was? Is this for commercial or non-commercial use? Let's, let's say non-commercial. Verdana, font, non-commercial use. 379 credits. That's a normal amount of credits. <laughs> Not for like 50 million. Dora, how much is uh, Helvetica for lease these days? Helvetica, font, lease, non-commercial or commercial use. Uh, non-commercial. Non-commercial use. Helvetica. Font. Lease. Helvetica. 1,000 credits per hour. <laughs> I was still expecting to come back and be like, Helvetica new, or Helvetica <laughs> Pre or post-war. <laughs> no, no, a lot of those got wiped out in the font wars. Yeah, they just... It was either Helvetica or nothing. The only one that exists is Helvetica Black. The chunkiest we've got. I, I want it chunky. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Thank you, Dora. Get the affirmative oh. chime. Um, Dora, please send um, a a a um, a, a Verdana advertisement to RA9, please. Um, anonymously. You hear like a... <sighs> Second officer override password kangaroo. I should really change Bim -bim that, but haven't I changed it yet? Bim -bim Please specify advertisement. Uh, yes, just just pull up uh, any advertisement for Verdana, and 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 spam it to his email, his personal Please email. Please specify spam. Um, specify spam. Are you coming down with something, Dora? Quantity required. Hello, seventeen thousand. Hear the affirmative chime. <laughs> In the distance, you hear. <laughs> All right, what's happened? Uh, no, nothing, Captain. Uh, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> he's making the sounds again. I'm just going back to my work. Uh, okay, so um, the uh, the time elapses and um, the uh, Captain Tahani um, basically has uh, given the given the affirmative that uh, she's ready to uh, meet up with you and Captain M Ziddle for the uh, assigned meeting uh, to strategize for the uh, 
for the chase of Carter McQuaid. Um, you get confirmation from Captain M. Ziddle as well that they're uh, prepared for their meeting. Um, and uh, they are awaiting transport uh, over to the ship. Oh, perfect. Um, Commander Bish. Sorry, I've got my new mute button. I don't know where it is. I'm like trying to find it. <laughs> uh, yes, Captain. The other captains and the first officers are ready to meet. Um... Oh, I haven't had a chance to... Uh, that was quick. I didn't expect it to be so quick. I haven't done the... Uh, the investigation yet huh well that's fine there will be well, time to do that I mean it's literally fact. been 20 minutes captain I'm sorry they arrived earlier than I anticipated um, this is information we can ascertain he's like that. closing windows on his data pad of like all these different font choices it's like close 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 Can you uh, organize transport? I'm going to head to the uh, the ready room. Uh, yes, Captain. Perfect. Thank you, Commander. Base to engineering. Uh, namaste, Neil. Uh, yes. Um, it's it's Commander Beige. That's that's who I am. You're not Neil? Yeah, that's like my unofficial well it's officially my name, but my like my official title is Commander Beige. That's nice. Even the Ogarum stopped calling me little man. What can I do you for, Neil? Can you make sure that someone is covering the transporters? Because uh, last time there there was no one there. Oh, um, I think I might be near them. He's in the room right now. <laughs> he is like looking at the transporters. <laughs> uh oh, I see. And th- and there's no one else. Totally by accident, by the way. Jimmy just he took a wrong turn. He's got like he's got a taco in one hand and looking very confused. He's in the transporter bay. I mean. I think I'm here. Okay. I'll, I'll be down there shortly. We'll be expecting a uh, uh, a transport. Okay, I got a taco. Do you want me to save you some? Uh, w- Jimmy, we're getting... Are you sure there's no one else? Unless they're really good at hiding. Wait, do we, we have any ninjas on the ship? We're, go- we're receiving some VIPs, uh, captains from other ships. We need to be at our best. Okay, do you think they'll want tacos? They will definitely not want tacos, and you will not ask them if they want tacos. And please, please, put the taco away. And and just check that there's no spoons in your hair. Okay. I, I take the taco and just kind of... Rapid fire, then. Get the affirmative chime. Does Crewman Marison have any spoons in his hair? <laughs> Unable to scan for spoons. Uh, see, this will be the algorithm that RA9 made, but I can't ask him, can I? He made Lu- a specific Lu- algorithm for spoons. I said to him, Lieutenant Commander, where will we ever use that? Lieutenant Commander, now- Lieutenant Commander RA9 has disabled all scanning for spoons aboard the <gasps> ship. 
Uh, on, on the host authority, Lieutenant Commander RA9. See how you like your first demerit? <laughs> There's another scream down the hall. Uh, and then I'll go to the transporter. I think he's still closing spam windows for his... <laughs> it's oh, the, 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 de the demerit pop-up will go over anything. Like, e even porn fucking viruses can't get on top of the window of the demerit. Some skilled coding. I, I, I actually am a... Uh, uh... Uh, software engineer. I do software scripting. <laughs> uh, 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 would you like me to roll it to see if it can overcome? No, I really don't want you to well, roll it. Because I've done it. I've done it. It's happening. Oh, God. It's an 18. <laughs> 18. An 18 on a 5d6 for your software engineering for your demerit system. <laughs> yeah, uh, it pops up on your screen. Right <laughs> I love how RA9's over there, like, like, what did I do? I was just sitting <laughs> Do robots cry electric tears? Dirty Neil Beige, dirty. Okay, so, um, yeah, what are you guys doing? Well, I'm going to the transporter room. Okay. I'm sending out notifications to the first candidates to come into my office between the hours of 8 and 5 tomorrow to receive new drug regiment. Sure. Uh, Captain McQuaid, are you... Uh... Um, I was in the actual, um, like, the ready room, like, with the the, the conference room, I should say. I'm okay. just preparing some, some dockets and stuff on the uh, Meoplastis, Dubny, and Algebra. So basically you're making Neil handle this? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, Neil, you uh, are you heading to the transporter bay? Yes. How many spoons do I see in? It? <laughs> Let me roll on D six. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is gonna be a D six. Go ahead, and, go ahead and roll me a D six. There could be six spoons in this. Uh, no. So there's one spoon in Jimmy's hair. You walk Jimmy. in, you see Jimmy uh, sort of wandering around. I think he's, I think he's, uh, he's on the floor actually. Um, you can see he's, he's actually on the floor, and he appears to be licking it. Ah, you rushed me, so I dropped the last bit of my taco, and also from down here, the ninjas might not be able to see me. Jimmy, there's a new um, test um, screening going on in the medical bay. You should definitely, definitely apply for that. What's it for? Uh, some sleep sedative thing. Oh, I can't sleep too much because then I don't have time to fix stuff. Uh, it's it's designed to get you to sleep faster, so you don't have to sleep as much. Oh. 
can be useful. Can you, can you please stand up? Sure. And, and pull the spoon out of your hair. Wait, I'm gonna guess. It's here. Nope, that's just my hair. Can you get it? I can't see the back of my head. Oh. Hey, uh. There's like a small gonna... patch of hair that comes with it. Like... <laughs> you gonna finish that? No, I'm not gonna finish. Give me. Give me. Noink. Okay, Jimmy. How about when the two captains come on board, you don't say anything weird? I don't think I ever see anything weird, Neil. Right, how about you just don't talk then? Because everything, literally everything you say is weird. Yeah, but if I don't talk, how will I remember to breathe? Those two things aren't mutually exclusive. Oh, yeah. You can breathe without talking. Yeah, so who's coming to see us? Uh, Captain Mzidl and... Is it Taha? Tahani. Tahani, that's it. Tahani. More captains? Uh, yes. How does that work? What, what do you mean, how does that work? You know how the transporters work, don't you? No, I mean, like, there's only one captain of a ship, and now we'll have three. No, they're captains of other ships. So they still outrank you, but then they don't outrank they just, the captain. Why don't they just stay on their own ships? Because they're coming for a meeting. Oh. It's not a difficult concept. Then again, so, you did just have a spoon in your hair. Does captain just stay captain then? Yes. And, and these captains captain... are also captains. A captain is a rank. I thought the captain was the guy who was the boss of the ship. Well, that's the rank of the person who's the boss of the ship. Okay. That is his rank. Okay. You know what a rank is, don't you, Jimmy? Yeah. Right. Okay. And that's the, the captain... That's his rank. Captain is rank. Like your... I forgot. Jimmy? No, that's your name. You're the chief engineer. What's, right. what's the actual rank? I've got it somewhere. Lieutenant junior grade. You're lieutenant junior grade. That's your rank. Oh. And I'm commander. That's my rank. Can I be commander? <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh. Can I be captain? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, Jimmy. That's that's a good one. I that's think a good I'd be one. Good at it. Captain McQuaid, think, you no. just you feel this like overwhelming sense of heartburn, <laughs> like just springing up out of nowhere, just. <laughs> disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> just, you get like a real intense heartburn. <laughs> I think you might have achieved the greatest rank that you could possibly achieve, Jimmy. Oh, well, that's good then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, so, uh. <sighs> more captains, huh? Yes. So, uh, you have to be respectful. 
and say things like, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. I think sir will just suffice for all of them. No problem, Neil. There's no need to bring gender into it. I'm ready. Have you noticed, Jimmy, in um, where they display all the soaps, they have a separate genderized aisle for soap? Stroke me is very odd. Why do I do that? What? I, I, I've not noticed that. Very... Will a male explode if he accidentally uses a female soap? It's so that they can charge more for female products. Wow, Seriously, you haven't, my, you haven't been down my soap pile. Holy shit! <laughs> I haven't because they charge way more for female hygiene products here. Like, yeah, including ra- same here, razors and everything are all oh, more expensive. Yeah. Way more expensive. Just buy buy men's stuff. Beard wash is ridiculously expensive. Not everyone's yeah. stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, so when are they coming? Uh, well, you should be receiving the ping fairly soon. Oh, you mean a transportation request? Actually, quite impressive. Yes. I was doing a bit of reading because I got stuck between some walls and I just found this leaflet there and it said a bunch of stuff about engineering. I don't know how I got there or how it got there, but I'm ready for the transportation request, Neil. Right, good, good. Uh, we'll just have to wait until it arrives. So, to be fair, uh, the transporter, um, like, indication light, like the communication, has been going off for quite a while now. RE9 sent it about mm, five minutes ago. What's that flashing light there, Jimmy? Uh, the writing next to it says transportation request. I think the rhyme would look better if it was in Helvetica, though. <sighs> What's wrong? <sighs> Jimmy! Oh, yeah! Please do your job! Thanks! Okay. <laughs> Let's not talk about fonts that you obviously know nothing about. Go ahead and give me, give me a uh, computers plus your logic, please, Jimmy. Uh, just getting my bad rolls today, and I'm scared. I'm gonna add my other luck die. Uh, that first roll scared me. Oh, okay, it's just being slow. There we go. Twenty-five. Twenty-five on a seventy-six. Um, yeah, the first transport transportation goes through. Uh, Captain M. Ziddle um, uh, arrives first with the their first officer, um, and. Um, they immediately, Captain M. Diddle says, And where is Captain McQuaid? Uh, Captain McQuaid will meet you in his ready room. Are you saying that they have not arrived to greet us? Uh, well, as you can probably tell, uh, we've got a lot of things going on in the Out ship. Out of my but... way. And uh, yes, starts to push past you. I see he's a captain. I'm not going to stop him. I think I prefer our captain, dude. It's the first correct thing you've said today. Uh, captain? Yes, Neil? Captain Emsithor is on his way. Perfect. 
Thank you so much. I'm awaiting their arrival. He seemed very Captain M's Italy. Hmm. Beautiful. Can't wait to meet him. I'll see you soon, Neil. Uh, yes, Captain. I will just wait for Captain Tahani. Perfect. Yeah, there's uh, the transporter request still activated. It's still blinking. Give me oh. that, that light's still flashing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, sure. Beep, beep, beep. Beep. Go ahead and give me another logic plus your computer's roll there, please, Jimmy. Okay, that's a 25 with one less die. Pretty nice. All right. Uh, Captain Tahani appears with their first officer. Um, They have themselves uh, the sort of... um, There's a big disparity between the two uh, because um, Captain Tahani arrives with uh, an Argon. Which is basically somebody that's tall, fur-covered, um, looks basically like Chewbacca uh, that arrives. And uh, Captain Tahani is a Borean, a red Borean, and she's pretty small. Um, she's slight in nature, um, and uh, the disparity is pretty hilarious. Uh, probably if you averaged their two heights, you'd get, like, a normal-sized human. Um, and, uh, yeah, Captain Tahani arrives, um, and she says, I'm Captain Tahani. Welcome aboard, Captain Tahani, and this is just your first officer. And she salutes. Um, she says, you must be Commander Beige. Yes. I'm yes. Jimmy. Nice to meet you. Crewmen. She looks at you and, and says, That man there has a Lieutenant Junior Grade badge. I got a badge? Oh, how did you get that, Jimmy? You better get back to engineering right now. Is somebody up to the transporter? Did he I- wander onto your ship? Uh, no, he's just he's just a crewman. Why don't you just follow me? And your first officer is he the is... one that transported us? And you're just you're trying to like sort of <laughs> scoot her out of the transport area. She looks I'll like very you. worried. See you later. She's like, um, I think I remember his picture from the crew logs. Is he your chief engineer? He's got one of those faces, you know. Or is he? He's the one that is re- repairing. I'm sorry. What was your shit. first officer's name? <laughs> You're like scooting her out the door, like walking out. <laughs> she we just keep, it. She keeps like trying to look back, like she's got this, this scene of worry. Was that a spoon in his hair? Put it back in. <laughs> he had to use I'm the. Where tra- I put this? He uh. had to operate the transporter. <laughs> this is like Zagoticus with pens. He just <laughs> puts him in the beard. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's where Jimmy stores his spoons. He licks them and attaches them to the hair. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, after you walk out into the hall and the scene of the, 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 the view of panic starts to melt away from Captain Tahani a little bit, um, she says, Oh, 
Right, so, uh, this is my first officer, uh, AO. Uh, Commander AO. <laughs> yes. Um, you, eventually, there's like a really slow translation that happens. Um, after you hear their sort of speech, you hear, um, you hear, uh, Hello. What race was he again? Uh, they're Argons. Uh, yes. Hello. Sorry, I'm not up to date on my Argon. I do apologize. No problem. Right, if you if you both like to follow me, um, Captain Mzittle and his first officer are already on their way. Uh, little impatient. I can't stand that guy. Um, well, he's obviously he's like he's talking Captain. to the he's talking to Captain Dahani, like sort of like leaning over. It's just this awkward translation that happens from the translator. Obviously, like, the Argonian language is pretty complicated or something, and the translator just gets, like, left behind. They probably have, like, they probably have, like, really subtle intonations and meanings and stuff with all of their words, and it's communicated in such a way with the way that they sort of bark that they, um, the translator can't do it quickly. And we just get the basic English version. Yeah, like, it's like probably down. so many nuances and subtleties mm. to that oh, yeah. sentence. We go, what a dick. <laughs> right, yes. Uh, if you could follow me, although you probably know the way. Okay. Now uh, you guys head to the ready room. Uh, why don't we go ahead and take our break here? Uh, why don't we take our break? And uh, we'll be back in just a little bit, guys, for more of Table Story Warped. We'll be back in just a few. Make sure you follow these wonderful people if you have not done so yet. Follows are free, and uh, these people deserve it. Go give them a follow if you get yourself a Twitch Prime that you have not used yet. Or if you have an Amazon Prime that you have not linked with Twitch, you can link those. You just get a free Twitch subscription for a month uh, if you have Amazon Prime. And uh, consider using it on one of these wonderful people. They're great humans, and you should do that. Uh, otherwise, you can help out Table Story by visiting our sponsor. Uh, Morris is our wonderful sponsor, creator of the What's Old is New RPG system, over at uh, patreon.com slash morris and uh, morris.podbean.com where you can check out the podcast mp3 version of the show as well as a wonderful role-playing podcast uh, with Morris. Go check it out. We'll be back in just a little bit, guys. Hang tight. Welcome back, everybody, to Table Story Warped, the official stream of the What's Old is New RPG. Welcome back. We will be using mature language. Not that it matters, because uh, I only have to do that announcement once now, because it's one file in the podcast. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. If you haven't done so, please follow all these wonderful people. Um, they are free, and they deserve it. They're good humans. Um, if you want to help support the show, the best way you can do that is to go support our sponsor, Morris, um, by heading out over to patreon.com slash Morris. And if you want to check out the podcast, you can do so at morris.podbean.com. Um, we return as the captains uh, have 
headed to the captain's ready room to um, strategize in regards to the capture of Carter McQuaid. Uh, Captain Tahani walks in um, along with her uh, her second-in-command, um, uh, uh, Ao, uh, an Argonian. Um, they walk into the room uh, sort of being spoken to by Commander Beige, um, and, um, yeah. It's uh, probably to do with the science officer's, um, experimentation with spoons, and that's why it was in his ear. I don't know, I don't, I don't ask, um. But I don't really understand why that would be done in the transporter bay. I, 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 I... Well, we... We needed to make sure that um, we had an engineer there to transport people over, um, regardless of it being in test, as long as it doesn't affect his work. Um, he's free to go about. Obviously, we're quite busy um, with everything that's going on, so everyone's pulling double shifts. But what um, would that have to do with his hair? As I said, I'm not a science officer. I can get you the full report, if you would like. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Captain McQuaid. Um, hello. Um, and she salutes along with yeah. Ao. Slip back. Welcome aboard the uh, Starship Explorer, Captain Cap- Dahani. Captain M. Zittle. She salutes. Ao reluctantly salutes. Uh, you could all take your seats. Um, we can begin discussing our plans. I have uh, taken the time to prepare a quick docket on the information that we have so far. Captain, would you uh, like me to sit in? Absolutely. There's 100% a seat there for you, Commander. Are any of your other officers joining us? Um, For now, it'll just be myself and uh, Commander Beige. Very well. So... Any ideas? Hmm. Well, um, from everything that uh, my team has gathered, um, we believe that he is headed towards one of these three systems. And uh, on the first page, I just point to um, Meoplastus, Dubni, and Algebra. Captain, is it possible that the... Well, that the Saskatchewan is merely directing us to a trap. I mean, anything truly is possible, uh, but I believe it is unlikely. Uh, It does not seem to be my brother's type. Frankly, Captain, I am concerned that while we are investigating these three systems, it is possible that not only a trap could be laid, but also that the Saskatchewan could be... Well, it could be moving to another system. Well, all we are trying to do is find out exactly where the Saskatchewan is headed. And these three systems do seem to be our best bet. Um, what do you recommend? You seem to disagree. 
If I may offer a suggestion. Absolutely, Captain Tahani. It is possible that we would be able to, if they were to try to execute some form of trap, or if they were to move to another system, that we can perform various scans. As you know, the Wakeman is a science vessel uh, that is primarily focused on the discovery of new stars as well as investigating current stars and their potential. We can modify our scanners to detect faint, uh, faint particles left behind by cloaked ships. Hmm. What is the range on a scan such as that? Well, because of the because of the nature of the cloaked ships, my crew has estimated that the scans would not be able to go much further than a few thousand kilometers. I see. Hmm. Well, our scans did detect that he was headed in that general direction of Sol space. Um, would it be possible for us to do any scans at warp? Or do your computers require a more stationary ship? Well, um, we are able to move while doing the scan. However, uh, to get accurate readings, it's probably best for us to stay stationary. Hmm. Are you suggesting that we move in some sort of formation? Well, if we are trying to accomplish these scans, I think it would be best if we were to move together. Our task is with, lo with Carter McQuaid is to locate them as quickly as possible and end any possible threats for the Alliance. I feel that this plan of attack, the scanning of the systems would give us the quickest route to my brother. And the safest. Um, yeah, Captain Mzittle uh, looks at the, the first officer, um, looks at his first officer and says, The safest option is not necessarily the best in this case. I am most interested in finding Carter McQuaid as quickly as possible. Perhaps if we were to... If we were to warp to a nearby location outside of range of the systems, meet up, and we could make short jumps to the systems in question individually and then report back any findings. This would allow us to scan these systems as quickly as possible. I that feel would cut down the scanning time. That is true. However, I do feel as if if there is a trap, we should be together. The last thing we want is to get caught off guard alone, systems apart. If we do jump from an alternative point, then we would not be following their path. It is unlikely that we would run into a trap if we take a different route. They would be expecting us to make a direct course 
uh, from our current location. We would be coming in from slightly askew, and any traps that were laid would be out of range if we come in from a different point in the system. We would not well, be following their flight path exactly. Which route are you debating on taking? I mean, if you look just there, to the right is planetary space. My proposition is that we are to fly past the planetary systems. If we... Uh, and they start to, uh, I, I guess he pulls up like a, uh, like a holographic map, uh, from his data pad. So it starts to display, uh, above the table. Um, and, uh, he starts to sort of draw with his fingertip and particles start to like flow around the fingertip, like an outline. Um, and he says, um, if we were to plot a course, say past algebra, somewhere between Regulus and Algeba, and we were to deploy from this location, or even if we were to proceed from somewhere between uh, Alioth and Dubhay, we could then make short-range trips to the three systems. If we timed our jumps, uh slightly spaced apart we could maybe confuse them if they have uh, laid a trap for any of us they can't possibly trap us all can they it is possible if they have laid for instance a minefield then it is possible that we could all be caught in a trap if there was a fleet waiting then we would also be possibly dealing with ships that could impede our ability to get to FTL. What if we jumped in um, slightly to a suboptimal jump? So we wouldn't appear where they would expect us to appear if they did expect us to jump in. Hmm. Honestly, I believe my brother knows me well enough to believe that we would look to alter our route. I believe a direct approach may be the, in our best interest. Uh, if we could stop just outside Algebra and initiate a scan there, we will know for certain whether or not we can enter those the, the first of those systems. It will save us the time of going around, um, which will take a, a few extra days. And um, Captain Tahani, how long exactly would your scanners take if we were to drop warp uh, outside of algebra system and uh, give you a few hours, is it days? Uh, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Oh, uh, Captain Dahani, how, how long would it take to scan algebra if we were to stop just outside of uh, algebra space? Well, Again, I would only be able to scan a few thousand kilometers. If we if we are looking to try to find a cloaked ship, obviously, our scanners, being the most advanced of our three ships, um, would be able to detect uh, ships from a much further range. At least, um, 
two to three parsecs away. But if they are cloaked, we wouldn't be able to use uh, the information that you've given us in the hopes of trying to detect cloaked ships unless we were much closer in the actual system where they were. Hmm. And from what you said, the Saskatchewan did have a cloak. And I know that they will be using it. Well, uh, before they actually took out our scanners, we, our chief science officer did take some readings. I can send those over to your, your scanning stations if you would like. I have already received a report in regards to the meeting with Carter McQuaid and your scans. I'm just suggesting that maybe our science officer had found something from those scans. Uh, Commander Beish, if he has ascertained any new information, it would be vital that we get him to send that over. Yes, Captain. I will uh, I'll ask him about it later. Or maybe you could... Uh, you know. Maybe you could do your job. And, you know, contact one of your officers and, you know maybe stop them from trying to use Helvetica. Uh, I'll send a memo to um, to RA9 asking him to go over his scans um, to see if there's any new information that he might have missed because we were like in a fight whatever and then also um, I'm going to make sure it's in uh, was it Veranda? Was that the one? Sure. The, it's Verana. Verana. It's Veranda. Verana. Yeah, it's Veranda. Right. I'm sorry, I make my own fonts. I can't... I'm original. <laughs> Not extra crispy, though. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it's going to be in Verdana. Well, I believe regardless of which route that we choose to take, we should... Um set off and warp as soon as possible. Um, we can discuss uh, the finer intricacies of our route. How much are... longer do you have on repairs for your ship? We were instructed to wait for the other captains to arrive in the system to make sure that Vendelier was secure, but I am interested in leaving as quickly as possible. Um, How long does the report say that we've got left? I, I, Jimmy did not send a report. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy didn't send a report. No. God, we got the worst captain ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Captain Mzid will ask you a question. I will send I will send a memo to Jimmy and I'll make sure that um in the the header of the email is um some cat emojis yeah i'm gonna oh, get his attention meow uh captain come in please this is captain mcquaid hey uh i just got some cats um uh ship will be finished tomorrow make good progress um are we not on schedule for today Wait, what day is it today? Is it the day after yesterday yet? 
Jimmy, just check with the rest of your team and get back. Uh, if it's been four days since I started, I think we're finished. Then perfect. I'll check and get back to you. Excellent. Wait up. Do it. Meow. Operation Kitten emoji was a success, Captain. Perfect. Um, Captain Mzil, we seem to be more or less ready to go. Yeah, so, I mean, Jimmy still has another day of repairs. <laughs> uh, what speed could your ships travel at, Captains? We are capable of traveling at uh, FTL 11 with the help of our engineer. That's our speed, right? Unfortunately, uh, my ship is not capable of FTL 11. Uh, the fastest we are able to travel is FTL 10. Uh, well, may I suggest that um, both your ships leave a little earlier to get ready at FTL 10 and then we can catch up with you if you're that eager to get there. I agree, we, we need to keep tabs on um I've forgotten his fucking name G no not Jimmy Carter on Carter Jimmy Carter we must keep tabs on Jimmy Carter okay I think he's still building houses for the homeless <laughs> wait is that true yeah <laughs> he must be like 80 yeah Holy ha shit! You never heard of Habitat for Humanity? Yeah. Wait, did you start that? Yes! <laughs> go, go Jimmy Carter, I guess. Um, okay, so they, they look at each other, uh, expecting the captain to sort of chime in here. Um... Well, can I take a quick break, honestly? Yeah, yeah sure. I apologize, yeah. Yeah, no um, problem. Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay, no problem. Um, so, the um, the group uh, starts to, I, I guess, look at Commander Beige, and uh, Captain M. M. Zittle says, um, And you, why would you suggest this if her FTL is FTL 10 and we were to leave early? the difference would be much greater than a day or two of travel. Uh, well, you do seem itching to get away, Captain. I have read your file. Oh, and what did it say? It says that you like to take the initiative. He's staring at you intently. To, uh, to strike first. Striking first is, of course, the most logical choice in a situation where conflict is required. In some, certain, in some circumstances, I would agree. I would ask you, Commander Beige, if we were to leave this system... What would be your recommended course of action here? 
Would you believe that we should be separating, or do you believe that we should be investigating each of these systems together? Well, I'm not the captain, but I personally believe that um, splitting up would cover more ground. Um, but it, it, as the captain said, that is a lot more dangerous. But since as we are on a tight schedule, let's say, But as I said, I'm not the captain. This is just my personal recommendations. Um, captain Tahani pipes in and says, um, I think it would be much more prudent if we were to all move together. If there was a trap of some sort and our ship was left unable to to get to FTL there is a strong chance that if a fight was to break out that we could be crippled or worse we don't know what we're up against frankly and I think that rushing into a fight where we have limited information and frankly we have very, very little idea of where Carter may be. We are using information for where Carter has been seen previously, but it is in fact possible that he has gone to a different place. We're searching for a needle in a haystack, to use one of your own colloquialisms. Um, she looks towards uh, Commander Beige and uh, into Captain McQuaid. Now... I think it would be a catastrophic mistake if we were to travel from, well, if we were to travel separately. I disagree. I think it is of the utmost importance for us to find Carter as quickly as possible. As you said, it is in fact possible that they will move on from whatever system they are arriving in. They could be moving quickly, possibly for resupply as soon as possible. If they do, we may lose them. Uh, if I may chime in, Captain Emsittle, uh, the last time we faced down Carter, um, he, to use another colloquialism, had the deck stacked. He knew exactly what he was doing and had everything planned out and nearly destroyed the ship. Exactly. From what you have said, their systems are similar in design to ours, as well as their capabilities. So, if they are only ahead of us by a few days, we will limit the amount of time that they were to have to prepare. What if we were to send a scout ship ahead who can radio back? So the trail doesn't go uh, cold, so to speak. That is a possibility. Um, Captain Emzel uh, looks around. We do have shuttles that are capable of making this uh, a possibility. Uh, using them as some sort of, well, a probe of sorts. We also have probes. If we were to use the probes, we would need to be in the same system. If we use the scouts, we would be able to send them from further away. 
I have to check and see. I don't know if your scout ships uh, actually have FTL drives. Um, let's see here. Because uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have... There's, you have a few scout ships, if I'm not mistaken. Endeavor Mark II. Transporter pad. Uh, cabin hot punk. Hangar. Yeah, you have three shuttles. Skylark-class shuttles and one... Bossman class cargo shuttle. Um, let's see. I don't know if those have um, Bossman class cargo shuttle. Uh, can go FTL one. <laughs> the uh, at least it's got an FTL. Uh, what was the other one? Said Jamie on it. I'll fix it. Skylark. Skylark class shuttle can go FTL two. Right, yeah, FTL Yeah, FTL two. Uh, Captain, I'm afraid the fastest scout ship that we have on board can only reach FDL 2, maybe 3, with a skilled engineer. Ours as well. We're, we're in a shipyard, right? You are. Unless there is something available in the shipyard. It is possible that the Boreans may have something available. Uh, perhaps we can consider that an option. Um, I will look into it. All right. Uh, so, um, why don't we uh, why don't we take a break? Why don't we give Bobby a chance to come back here uh, before we continue on, since he's the captain and kind of in charge of this mission? Why don't we give him uh, a little bit of time, and uh, we'll just take a quick break, guys. We'll be back in just a little bit, and we'll continue on with uh, more of the show. Take a quick break. Sorry for the interruption. Uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. Hang tight. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, so Bobby's not feeling great. Um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap the show here a little bit early. Um, sorry for the inconvenience, um, but uh, you know he's uh, he's kind of in charge here for this this part of the the mission and everything. It's, uh, it's not going to be great to uh, just kind of take things over for him here. Um, so we're going to call it a bit early today. Um, sorry for the inconvenience, um, but uh, if everybody can go send some love to Bobby, uh, that would be awesome. Um, go, uh, go send some love his way. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can uh, check him out on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash ironchefbob. Go send him some love, um, and we'll see you guys next week. Um, I'm not going to do shout-outs right now. Uh, everything's all out of whack anyway. Um, but uh, make sure you follow all these wonderful people, and uh, we'll 
catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back in just a little bit. And see you next week. Peace. Good night, everybody.